Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast, recorded January 17th, 2024. I'm Lori Calvasena, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclaimers. Last week ahead of earnings, we updated our thoughts on sectors for 2024 for both the U.S. as well as other geographical regions under RBC's coverage, Europe, Canada, and Australia. The work was based on our own top-down quantitative analysis on earnings revisions, valuations, and macro fundamentals, as well as the results of a survey that we conducted of RBC's industry analysts in late December and early January. Three big things you need to know. First, across the globe, most of our analysts are optimistic on performance in the year ahead, with favorable views on the impact of potentially lower interest rates and, to a lesser degree, favorable views on valuations. Second, in the U.S., the only region where we do formal strategy sector recommendations, we remain overweight financials, energy, and healthcare. We downgraded tech to market weight, upgraded consumer discretionary to market weight, and upgraded utilities to overweight. Third, in Europe, Canada, and Australia, our analysts' top sectors, according to the survey, varied a bit, but utilities was among the top sectors in the eyes of our analysts in each and also looked good on our strategy tools. If you'd like to hear more, here's another five minutes. Starting with takeaway number one. Across the globe, most of our analysts are optimistic on performance in the year ahead, with favorable views on the impact of potentially lower interest rates and, to a lesser degree, favorable views on valuations. The positive bias on performance outlooks and impact of interest rate relief was true for all of our coverage regions and was also in place for most of the sectors on a global basis. One thing that jumped out to me on performance outlooks was that views weren't particularly extreme. Just three teams were very bullish, European apparel retail, U.S. large cap banks, and Australia base metals and bulks. And just five teams were bearish, U.S. internet social media and search, U.S. internet retail and travel, Australia food distributors, European pharmaceutical services, and Canadian airlines and aerospace. Regionally, we saw the most constructive views on valuation in Europe and Canada. Moving to takeaway number two, in the U.S., we remain overweight financials, energy, and healthcare. We downgraded technology to market weight, upgraded consumer discretionary to market weight, and upgraded utilities to overweight. We'll start with the legacy overweights. On financials, our analysts are constructive, and we like the sector's attractive valuations and improving earnings revision trends, as well as its tendency to outperform when ISM manufacturing and consumer sentiment rise, suggesting to us the sector should benefit if expectations for the U.S. economy improve. On energy, our analysts are also constructive, and we like the sector's attractive dividend yield and valuations. The sector tends to underperform when 10-year yields are falling, as well as when consumer sentiment improves, making our overweight a hedge against the soft landing moderating interest rate narrative. On healthcare, our analysts are also constructive, and we like the sector's reasonable valuations, stabilizing outflows, and tendency to outperform when consumer sentiment improves and interest rates fall. Looking at the changes, on utilities, our analysts have a modestly positive performance outlook, valuations have improved on our model, earnings revisions are slightly positive again, and the sector tends to outperform when interest rates are falling, so we've upgraded to overweight. On tech, our analysts are neutral, flows have turned abruptly negative, and valuations have turned highly expensive for the median stock, something we didn't see a few months back. The sector simply no longer feels like an overweight to us, so we've downgraded to neutral.
On consumer discretionary, our analysts are neutral and we see fair valuations rather than cheap ones on our model. But earnings revisions have improved and the sector tends to outperform when interest rates are falling. The sector no longer feels like it deserves an underweight, so we've upgraded to neutral. With these stances and moves, we are now tilting more towards value and defensives, which syncs up with our view that there's more opportunity and value than growth in the year ahead and that the broader market seems in need of a pullback. Wrapping up with takeaway number three, in Europe, Canada, and Australia, our analysts' top sectors, according to the survey, varied, but utilities was among the top sectors in the eyes of our analysts in each. Our European analysts are most constructive in their performance outlooks for materials, utilities, consumer discretionary, and financials. Most of these sectors also look interesting on our own strategy tools. Utilities has had positive earnings revisions, attractive valuations, and positive flows. Financials has positive earnings revisions and attractive valuations. Consumer discretionary tends to outperform when interest rates are falling and consumer confidence is rising. Our Canadian analysts are most constructive in their performance outlooks for communication services, staples, energy, healthcare, REITs, and utilities. These sectors all look attractive or reasonable on our own valuation model. Communication services, staples, REITs, and utilities also tend to outperform when interest rates are easing, while communication services and REITs tend to outperform when consumer confidence, which has been declining and is actually now near COVID lows, is rising. Our Australian analysts are most constructive in their performance outlooks for comm services, materials, industrials, and utilities. On our own strategy tools, materials and industrials stand out at areas with positive earnings and sales revisions in place. Utilities stands out for attractive valuations, and industrials and comm services stand out for a tendency to outperform when interest rates are falling. That's all for now. Thanks for listening, and be sure to reach out to your RBC representative with any questions. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives.